You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Uh, not too bad. And yourself? Good. We've had a good week here at Massive Late Fee. It's been quite a time for everyone and everything in the entertainment world and the streaming world and everyone's screaming about cuties and <laughs> how horrible it is. Have you heard of that movie, Mike? Yeah, I heard a little bit of the controversy. I, I haven't really looked into it that much. It doesn't interest me. I haven't watched it, but uh, I hear it's made by... So it's controversial because it's made by people who apparently worked in that Toddlers and Tierra industry or whatever. I mean, not specifically that show, but just the sexualization of young girls industry. And they're trying to bring awareness to some of the stuff that happens, but in that they're also depicting children in sexually suggestive situations so it's yeah it's a whole weird thing and then of course QAnon that weird cult that your aunt posts about on Facebook is in on it because everyone in pedophile or everyone in Hollywood's a pedophile including Dwayne the Rock Johnson because he came out against Donald Trump so yeah the world's on fire Mike it's great isn't it sure oh but anyway so, uh, without further ado, because I don't really, I, there, I'm trying to think. There was, there, there's some stuff that happened this week as far as entertainment news goes, but nothing that really interested me very much. Uh, I don't know if you saw anything that kind of struck your fancy on Twitter. Somebody said, I think IMDb was, "What's your favorite horror movie that never got a sequel?" And Kevin Smith tweeted, "Jersey Girl." Yeah. Which I think, you know, it, like, obviously it's not a horror movie, but, uh, that's, uh, I, th- I think it would have, it would have worked better if he'd said yoga hosers, to be honest with you, even though I guess that is kind of technically a horror movie or supposed to yeah. be, but it's just a horrible movie. So I don't know. According to Twitter, Jennifer Aniston has considered quitting acting in the last two years. Do you care? I don't. Um, I don't know. I've seen like maybe one movie with her, the good, the Good Girl. It was okay. I, I don't think I've seen anything else. Yeah, the thing is, is like, hasn't she? Like, I haven't seen her in anything. I mean, you know, like oh, a murder mystery movie with Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, the one, the one thing I did want to talk about is a, a movie near and dear to Mike and my heart. Uh, the first trailer came out for The Craft Legacy. Apparently, yeah. apparently Blum, Blumhouse is doing a somewhat of a reboot, or I don't know exactly how this is going to go, but it's it's a new craft movie, and it looks huh. like it might actually be good. Is it like the original cast, or what's going on? No, it's it's all new, younger cast members. Four young, hot, looking like it's the '90s girls. It's it's weird because they do they are dressed like it's still the '90s. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with this. Huh. But anyway, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what what happens with the craft legacy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to see where where they're going with that. But on to the IMDb game. Mike, a movie, that's your first clue. This is a film. Uh, profanity. It says none, but then under that, it says several uses of hell are said. It's a good way to use the word hell, just to say it. And the main character calls a woman slut. Hmm. I don't know. All right. Good one. Uh, craft. No, it's not the craft. Uh, alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Two characters take uh, a, a drug 
I'm not going to tell you the name of the drug because I give it away to you. Luminex. Uh, and hallucinate. They get their hallucination is, on. Is this um, 21 Jump Street? No. 22 Jump Street? No. It's 23 actually, Jump Street. No, it was, yes, it is 23 Jump Street. It's the one they're making right now. I heard. I, I don't know if they are going to make a sequel. I, I do enjoy the first two movies, though. They're pretty good. I, I still need to see those, but I've heard. Yeah. I've heard good things. Hey, they're surprisingly good. All right, sex and nudity. There is a woman who is stripped of almost all her clothing, leaving her breasts exposed and parts of her butt cheeks. Uh, major league. <laughs> oh, actually, with the with the the little cutout shirt. <laughs> If he has stars instead of nipples. <laughs> it's not that, but I was just... I was th- hey, hey, if you could turn your nipples into any shape, do you think a star would be near the top of that list? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I'd and like, I'd like you, check marks. And do you think religious people make it crosses there? Ooh. Or it, stars of David, maybe? I could see that. Or half moons. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. People or whatever could... Mormons believe in. Right. Uh, and probably a cross still, I would guess. I don't know. Do they wear those? Three different women. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's, there is a scene where... Uh, oh, I already read that one. Um, it is a, insinuated that a man has sex with a slave woman. You see her breasts as she approached. They lay down together. Is this one of the Star Wars movies? <laughs> no. Although, you know, I mean, I, I, I get it. There is slavery. Apparently the Jedi are okay with slavery in that movie. No, I mean, isn't like Princess Leia like a slave or something to the Jabba the Hutt guy? Sure. Yeah. What about the movie Gladiator? No. Not Gladiator. Hmm. Uh, bestiality is implied in a scene. And then it says non-graphic. Like... It's a non-graphic implication. Like he's just, he's given a, a sheep a sexy look or something. Huh. Joe Dirt. No. There are two very graphic, soft core sex scenes. In both, a man is seen from multiple angles, laying on top of a woman and thrusting. The woman is groaning and growling. Buttocks are shown. It is clear they are having sexual intercourse. Is this the uh, island of Dr. Moreau? Also, I'd like to welcome the return of the uh, the music, which I haven't seen in months or heard, I guess. I guess I'm in LSD since so I haven't seen the music. <laughs> what, our, our danger music when we're guessing? Yes. It's in there. Just really mm. subtly. Mm. It's not the island of Dr. Moreau, though. There is a semi-graphic orgy scene with some topless women. No sex is shown. I don't know how it's an orgy scene then. Just people laying about and rolling into slash onto one another lazily. There are, there are moaning sounds for about for a minute or two. Is this Bordello of Blood? No. Huh. How about... Uh, let's see... Oh, this is a different one. There is a scene. It's another woman being stripped, apparently. There is a scene where a young woman is stripped of all her clothing, leaving her fully nude. She then jumps into a pit where a snake awaits to eat her, showing her nude and falling into the pit and screaming on the ground. I don't know if I've seen this, Mark. Is this Pitfall the movie? (laughs) It is Pitfall the movie. I would see Pitfall the movie if it included all this nudity. Um, you, I think, is it, is it Anaconda? No, it's not Anaconda. I think you have seen this movie. I just think that maybe you saw it so long ago that you don't remember a lot of it. It could be. Uh... You also may have seen it edited heavily for regular, you know, television consumption. Sure. Uh, the main character agrees to have sex with a witch. In return for information. During the sexual encounter, she changes form and begins to attack him strenuously. He resists her and then throws her in the fire, killing her. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Um, uh, the Wizard of Oz. 
all those scenes in the Wizard of Oz where um That's not water that's melting you into a puddle. Where Dorothy's stripped. Let's see. A yeah, vulture yeah. attempts to eat the main character alive. He responds by taking a bite out of the vulture. I I, I I honestly have no idea what this is, Mark. I'll tell you that you were closest when you said Gladiator. Think okay, along uh, those lines. Uh, I I really don't know. Is it like that uh, that Troy movie? Maybe no. Uh, a gladiatorial pit fight occurs in which many sequences of brutal carnage ensues. Men are hacked with axes. Men are impaled and with bloody results. A man bites another man's neck. A man arms break. A man's head is violently smashed into a wall until he is bloodied and beaten. A man holds up a decapitated head. A gladiators. <laughs> the sequel, Gladiator. They were talking about doing a sequel somehow. I, I don't know how you can do that when the main character dies at the end, right. but that's uh, apparently was an option. Uh, let's see here. I mean, the thing is, is I have a lot of other ones, but mostly they're just a mostly they're just you know along the same theme. Um, a village is raided and people are, are murdered by swords. People are shot with arrows. Men on horseback set the village uh, on fire. A I brief mean, scene like of a man show. running in a blaze. A man crushes like another man's skull problems. with a war hammer. Wild dogs are unleashed and are seen attacking a man until he dies. A woman is beheaded in front of her child. We see the head fall to the ground. I, I, I just don't know what this is. All right, I'm going to give you the cast list. Uh, I mean, I could. The name of the main character is is in several of these clues, and that would absolutely give it away. Um, so I mean, I could just read that, but since his name is also the title of the movie, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of going too far. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just read you uh the cast list. And let's see. No, I don't want that. There we go. Okay. So, um, James Earl Jones is in it. Uh, Max von Sydow. A bunch of people you probably have never heard of, like Valerie Quinson. And is this is this one of the um like the Mad Max movies? No. Huh. Um, Sandal Bergman. Plays Valerie. James Earl Jones plays Thulsa oh, Doom. I think I know what this is, but I I don't believe I ever. I, I I know I've never seen it. Is this one of the Conan movies? It is Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, I've never seen a single one of those movies. Oh, really? Nope. Well, that would explain it then. So, for all of you out there that are big Conan fans, we call uh we call you Team Coco, uh Conan the Barbarian fans. That is, um. <laughs> Then you, you, I'm sure, had fun with that one. Mike was completely lost. Yes. I thought that you would have... I thought you would have seen it. No, I don't like that kind of genre, like the sword swords and sandals sandal genre or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I don't care for that. I thought Gladiator was fine. It wasn't like my favorite movie ever. I thought it was... It was too long, I felt. Yeah, I thought it was okay, but that's probably the one that I've liked the most from that genre, because I'm also not into that genre. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never seen Troy or Alexander the Great or any of the other ones that they made after yeah. Conan or after uh, Gladiator became so popular. They made a bunch of them, and I was like, mm, no. Yeah, even Gladiator, I'm like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, that's, that's like I said, it to me, it's a mediocre film, and that's the my favorite in the sorts of shit sandals genre. But I did see Conan heavily, apparently, heavily, heavily edited for television when I was a kid. And it was on all the time. I just had no interest in it. Yeah. I saw it once and I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I never saw it again. I assume you've seen this, but I could be wrong. Well, we always could be wrong. A son asks his father if he can have some alcohol. And a man smokes cigarettes in several scenes. Hmm. Varsity Blues. No. Okay. 
A man holds a gun to his son's forehead, contemplating if he should be killed and spared the possible horror. Um, is it, is it Day of the Dead? Or no, Dawn Dawn of the Dead, the remake. No. Okay. People are shot with crossbows and guns, some graphic wounds. Crossbows and guns. Okay, so it still could be like a zombie-ish movie. Hmm. That's, um... That's what I'm guessing that it is. Um, I'll just, I know it's not this one, but I'll just say Night of the Living Dead. No. Okay. Naked male rears, hilarious, are shown multiple times. A couple of times in the context of swimming, once when a man is forced to strip. And according to a separate parent's guide, during these events, brief blinking you'll miss an instant bleak. Brief blinking, you'll miss it instances, flash genitals. In addition to all this, a man urinates on a tree and a dark room contains a crowd of nude individuals. Hmm. I think Matt did that separate parents guide. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I will say it is, what's a uh, Day of the Dead. No. It's going to go through all the dead movies. Well, you'll be wasting your time. A man is shot with a flare. Not very graphic, and only the aftermath is seen. Shot with a flare. Um, uh, The Road? The Road. Oh, yes, I have seen that movie. I read the, the book by Cormac McCarthy, and then I, I watched the movie. It's a decent book. Yeah, I, probably my favorite yeah, Cormac McCarthy book. Yeah, I didn't read all of the book, but I did watch uh, all of them. I didn't read all of the book, but I read most of the movie. Mm, gotcha. Watched most of the movie. Read most of the book. <laughs> yep. I actually I think Blood Meridian's probably my favorite Cormac McCarthy book, but The Road is is up there. Some of his books I absolutely hate. It's so weird. I'm very hit and miss with him. World's twist place. <laughs> it is. My wife still hasn't seen The Joker, speaking of the world being a twisted place, but it's on HBO Max and she wants to watch it, so yeah, I feel she's not really missing much. That's what I've told her, but she's like, oh, I want to see Joker because everyone talks about Joker. Like, yeah, okay. Like she's going down the street like, hey, Carol, did you see Joker yet? <laughs> no. Uh, we're all wearing masks, just like Joker. Yeah, I can't wait to hear you and her review of it in uh, 25 years. <laughs> yep, exactly. No, I think our podcast has to end in, tw- when did we start this, 2018? Uh, it could be. Yeah, I think I think our podcast has to end in 2018. And then that's the beginning of your and my podcast. Makes sense. Yeah. So I think like that's what we'll go up to. We're not we're not going to do any of the the we'll 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 miss out that podcast will miss out completely on the pandemic. Just twenty five years and out. That's 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 our plan. A twenty five years and twenty five years and out. Yeah. Like you know, right now it sounds pretty cocky, but you know, give it twenty years or so, like wow, they're really going to do it. That was actually her marriage vows to me. It was 25 years now. Well, that's a good amount. Yeah. Like how in the uh, Running Man, the uh, novella, how they have like marriage contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Do you want to renew your contract? No, I'm good. And Ben Richards was uh, considered old-fashioned because he had a life contract. Yeah. Crazy. Ben Richards, what are you doing? I really like the uh, that quite a bit. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, it's not like the movie at all, obviously, but I really mm-hmm. like that. That'd be like that'd be an interesting movie to me. Yeah, if they made it just like the novella, or or you know, quite a bit like the novella. Yeah, I agree. I like the movie too. The movie's just a different thing than the novella. Oh, I, I enjoy the movie. It's a really fun movie, but yeah, it's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's one of my favorites actually that he's written. Like that's like the lawnmower man, where it's like, how is this even related to the original property at all? Right. Yeah, I guess it was just it was hot to almost like with Donald Trump, it was it was hot to have Stephen King's name on your project in uh, you know the mid nineties. So they were like, we got this fucked up idea for a movie that's probably not going to sell. Let's put Stephen King's name on it. Yeah, pretty much. We'll call it the lawnmower man. Like they, they, I, I guarantee they just they picked up a copy of. I think it's a night shift or 
I don't think it's Skeleton Crew. I think it's a Night Shift. They just picked up a copy of Night Shift and randomly turned to a page, and they're like, here we go. Lawnmower Man. No one's bought this one. (laughs) Right, exactly. And it means like, Lawnmower Man? Uh, $500,000 sold. Right. (laughs) But on to something that somebody did adapt successfully, The Boys. Mike, we watched The Boys, and I know you watched The Boys because we watched The Boys together. No, I wasn't there actually. Oh, okay. I, had... I heard a guy. I heard a guy. <laughs> well, he was very convincing. Yeah, uh, I mean that's why you pay these people good money. That's true. You, me, and Matt watched it. Or was Matt also was Matt doing research on uh, hidden testicles? Or oh, there was no need for that. <laughs> oh my goodness! So this opens up with, as I said when we were watching this, it reminded me of Teenage Body and Klepto Clyde because they'd get all hot and bothered when they committed crimes, and then they'd fuck in the back of a uh, van while while she, yeah, while she stopped time, <laughs> and that's what that's what this reminded me of was was that they, they they catch a guy, I think he snatched a woman's purse or something like that, or I think he robbed a bank or something because they mentioned well it, it, he had like a, t- a good amount of money he could have been a purse I I don't know I don't mm-hmm. remember what it was although I did rewatch it and I still don't know. <laughs> But yeah, they were like they're they're sitting there like toying with him, like oh, should we turn him in? Oh, but it'll just get out again, and and then um, Stormfront's like stroking his cock while while Homelander slowly disintegrates this guy's head against a wall, and then they fuck in the alley, and that's the beginning of the boys. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty pretty interesting how their intros are like over like you know over the top lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've they've used a lot of they've used a lot of practical effects in a very satisfying way, but they've also they've also used a ton of gore. They're getting very very gory in the last few episodes, which can be a turnoff to some people. And my my wife said, she said, I, I don't know if it's because that we've been so desensitized to violence that they have to go extremely over the top in order to to get an emotional reaction out of people. And, I, I mean, it, it is it is definitely gross-out type stuff. I don't know it's, that it's necessary that they go as far as they do, but, you know, it's not... It doesn't turn me off exactly, but I can see why this show wouldn't be for everybody based on that. Yeah, I definitely could see. That. I mean, it's, it's almost like in a Natural Born Killers, where it's so, so gratuitous. It's like it's like a cartoon at some points, you know. Oh yeah. Which I don't really think is necessarily the blend they're going for, but I mean, it's like yeah, every single episode, like Homelander does some like more depraved act. Almost mm-hmm. not every episode, because I mean, really, it's hard to say what's uh, the worst thing he's done so far. Right. Um. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's like I mean, the guy who plays him, uh, I think his name's Anthony. Sorry, he does a very good job of playing him. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so in this this episode, they're going to go investigate um, these emails that uh, Starlight maybe. Yeah, Starlight. Starlight, Starlight. Yeah, she discovered. Yeah, she discovered last week, and when she was in um, Stormfront's trailer. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. So yeah, and then of course in this episode, as we see at the very beginning, uh, Stormfront and uh, Homelander have a. Uh, did I say Storm? Yes, I did. Have a like a, a romantic entanglement, as some might call it. That's uh, right. Together. So you know he's all he buys her flowers, and he's like, he's like, oh come on, when are you heading back? Because he's eager to show her these flowers he bought. But she has uh, something to run off to do. She says she's going to the uh, the tower, which is their main base of operations. But uh, really, we see where she's going because um, we uh, well, this is actually a little ahead of that. But we see that Starlight uh, shows up at the secret compound of the boys, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Butcher's not happy. Uh, he's ornery about this one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so so they she tells about Sage Grove. And he's like, "Oh, you're going to come with us." You know, he's basically like forcing her to come with them. And she removed you know, her tracking chip from her shoulder too. By yeah, the way, yeah. Speaking speaking of the Running Man, yeah, she removed her tracking chip at the beginning of the episode. I like Carl Urban a lot, but it really does sometimes seem like uh, in this show that he's just there to be like, "Oh, I can't." Yeah, basically, I mean, it's, again, it's a little one-dimensional, like, much like Homelander, how he's always like, oh, look, I'm angry and, mm-hmm. you know, threatening. It's oh. like, basically, oh, I'm ornery. It's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, look, you were just re- reunited with your long-lost dog and your aunt. <laughs> Homelander oh, is like if, wife? Homelander's like if Jason Bateman was, or not Jason Bateman, if, um, 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Bateman was a uh, was a superhero, basically. Yeah, in a lot of ways, that's I, that's very uh, very similar. You're right. Yeah, I don't know if he he could, he could even say he, if he, if I've already studied his performance, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. Yeah, so the boys, uh, they're going to go to this Sage Grove thing, and they bring Starlight. Like, basically, she's only there to burn through the fence, is the impression I get. She does not do much in this episode, honestly. Yeah, and what's funny is when she's coming back, like, a butcher, like, has his uh, fifty caliber sniper rifle trained on her again, even mm-hmm. though he, like, shot her from, like, point-blank range and she survived. I mean, I guess maybe he's kind of contemplating a headshot, but I really don't think that would do anything to her. I don't. I don't think so. It's so weird. Some of these. Some of these superheroes are in are invulnerable to bullets, and some of them aren't. And I don't know which is which. Yeah, there's not a lot of rhyme or reason uh, to that. Uh, Mark, I'm going to grab a drink real quick. Uh, go ahead and uh, talk amongst yourselves. All right, well, sounds good. So, guys, what do you think of the boys? Why don't you write us in at massivelatefee at gmail dot com and tell us what you think of the boys. Also. If you are interested in stuff from 25 years ago, you could check out our other podcast, Retro Late Fee, where my wife and I, Carol, go through the movie, TV, and music of the past 25 years ago. We present everything as if it is 1995, and it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. It's 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 a lot like this show, except there's more sexual chemistry. Well, there's about the same amount of sexual chemistry. <laughs> but don't tell Mike, because he's gone to get a drink. Don't tell him that I said that. What else can we? What else can we talk about while he's gone? I can give you a little preview of what you can know before Mike does of what we're going to talk about on the dumpster diving episode tomorrow. Uh, I've recently been clued in about uh, a Reddit called Too Afraid to Ask. So I'm going to read him some questions from there and we're going to discuss. What do you think about that idea? I just, I, you know, you ever do where you like realize like a perfect like reply or response, like a second after you give your response? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I realize what I should have done is uh, just said I'm grabbing a drink and then got up to the store and gotten a drink and came back and asked you if I missed anything. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been awesome. No, I just went to the kitchen. I just sat here for 45 minutes. Why would you not stop or pause? Uh, I could have vamped for 45 minutes. It would have been a terrible podcast episode, but I could have done this. Oh, I'm going to get another drink. All right. Sounds good. So the boys, uh, they go to, yeah, they go to Sage Front, which they, uh, Frenchie. Sage Grove. Sage Grove, yeah. Stormfront and Sage Grove. That's right. They they go there and it's Frenchie and Mother's Milk and and you know all the boys. Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase's there, the million dollar that, man. He's got that million dollar belt. Exactly. And so they let him in right away. No, yeah, they but, but right when they get there we hear like a whooshing sound, which is uh, you know, oh shit, is that Homelander? But no, it's not. It's actually uh, Stormfront. Yeah, Stormfront can fly way more than I realized. She doesn't just levitate. She can fucking just straight up fly. Yeah, she's pretty fast. She's a fast woman, if you catch my meaning. Do you think that she's stronger than Homelander? I don't know, and I don't think so. First of all, she's a woman. That's true. That's like asking if if Lisa Leslie is, is as good as Michael Jordan. Actually, that's factually correct, but I don't think superpowers are based on physical prowess. <laughs> like, I don't think you have to be super strong to be, you know, superhumanly strong via the compound V. Yeah, it's it's, assen- it's essentially it's magic. Made. They're trying to make it like science, yeah. but it's essentially magic. Right, so she shows up and she's talking to one of these patients and these guys like, can I go see my sister? I, I, I don't know what is it is. I think he has like some kind of levitation type thing. I don't remember what he does. He's got a better power than the, the guy with the enormous dick. Does he? Well, I don't know. You tell me because you're, you're, <laughs> you're the one with that power around here. Jeez. Um, but yeah, like a uh, like Frenchie and a... Jeez. Oh, um... Keo? Michonne. Miko? Nicolette. No, the, Sheridan. No. Uh, Kamiko, that's it. Kamiko. Kamiko. Frenchie McFrench. Oh, I think his name is Serge, they say this time. And mm. uh, Mother's Milk, everyone's favorite. 
Yeah. Um, they, they infiltrate the hospital in these scrubs. And what's kind of kind of upsetting is uh, there's like this hapless guard in like a control room. And they just shoot him in the chest after like, you know, tricking him into opening the door. I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, this guy is just like, like some Joe fucking nobody. Yeah, it's like the whole argument from uh, Clerks about uh, the the Death Star, where mm-hmm. like you're just like there's innocent people, but at the same time he's actively monitoring these uh, heroes or these super powered creatures. Yeah, which gives us the opportunity to watch, um, you know, a Stormfront in the room with this one guy, and then she kind of like gives a nod to the orderly, and uh, Mother's Milk kind of recognizes them, and then uh, when the guy uh, when the orderly lights a man on fire to dispose of him like garbage, that's when Fritchie realizes, oh shit, this is a uh, this is Lamplater. Yeah. And of course we forgot to mention that they're kind of cutting back and forth like to eight years ago, which is we quickly learn is when Lamplater had killed uh, Mallory's uh, grandchildren. Yeah. We get, we get the, we finally get that story that's been, that was alluded to in season one about, you know, Lamplater and, and all that shit. And Frenchie, Frenchie's pissed off at Lamplater for roasting a couple yeah. kids. I mean, you know, it happens. Right. Jeez. <laughs> Stalin killed way more. That's true, um, but yeah. So they're they're in there and they're like, it, what's kind of funny is um, when uh, when uh, Kimiko sees Stormfront, you can tell she wants to go kick her ass. We're like, no, no, we have to be reasonable here. Come on, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then like five seconds later, like, oh shit, it's Lamplighter. We gotta take him down. It's like, yeah. what, what the fuck, this guy? Yeah. So for, they're trying to sneak Frenchie past him in the corridor of the hospital, um, and he's like, you know, he's on this uh, stretcher. Those stretcher, yep. And they're pulling him in the stretcher along, and then he and uh, Lamplighter make eye contact, and the Lamplighter realizes, oh shit, you know, I recognize this guy. And so he goes to, like, you know, burn him, and like Fritchie, like, knocks his hand out of the way just enough that he damages one of the cells, and out comes this uh, woman with a shaved head. Yeah. And she, and she, and again, this is kind of suspicious to me that nobody realizes that at all. That I mean, you'd think they'd be so carefully monitored, they'd know every single person, like, you know, coworker or patient in this facility. Yeah, you would think so. Like, this is, this has to be, like, the highest level of security. Right, but they almost get away with it. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I, this woman comes out, she's like, she says, oh, you look like him, you're a liar, I don't like liars. And she's a, a very powerful telekinetic who can just, like, you know, she just rips doors open and she... Mm-hmm unleashes all the other prisoners and she starts exploding people's heads yeah which you know uh, is uh makes you think that maybe she had something to do with uh jennifer esposito's character whose name i forget yeah i, I agreed like that Stormfront maybe used her to do that yeah but yeah so that, it's all chaos they 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 run away with lamp later they kind of come up with the truce because you know they're like hey yeah you can burn us but you know apparently lamp later is afraid of like having a pistol pointed at him so my thought is that he doesn't have super tough skin. I mean, and my my thought too is that Frenchie would probably know this because mm-hmm. you know he's like as we see as we cut back, uh, Frenchie and his girlfriend, uh, her name's Sherry, and like there's this other guy who they imply is like a third member of like their uh, relationship, like a thruple or something. Yeah, like yeah, they're in a thruple. But yeah, they're they're arrested when they uh, they they take out this um this they rob a bank and this guy named uh, Rampage, I guess is like the hero's name. He, they, they give him like some, some weaponized version of anthrax because his power is rage based. So like, they just like completely defeat him. Then Mallory like mentions like it's, she mentions a couple other like, you know, things that he did. Like she's like, well, you're pretty creative. I could use somebody like you on my team. It's not, oh, no, an- it's not anthrax though. It's, it's Xanax. Xanax. I'm sorry. I, I thought it said Xanax, but no, I was thinking, <laughs> I have a very elaborate reason that I thought it was that I said anthrax that I'm not going to go into just because like, I was talking about Cipro and anthrax today at my work. Oh, yeah. I, my wife's allergic to Cipro. So when I said that, a lady said, oh, uh, well, she better not get anthrax, which is funny because that's what I thought as soon as I found out she was allergic to Cipro. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's like one of the only cures for anthrax. Yeah. Scott Ian, stay the fuck away. <laughs> but yeah, so um, they, she tries to recruit him and he's like, uh, you know, oh, I won't do it. She's like, oh, well, I'm going to arrest, uh, you know, this guy whose name I forgot and uh, Sherry. Yeah. So you know, since he's such a loyal guy, he uh, he, he agrees to work for. Her. Yep. So that's kind of how he got uh, pulled in. It's weird. This it's like a CIA division or something where they're like, let's let's just yeah, get she, untrained it, it, criminals. It, 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 yeah, it, it is like a, a CIA unit, like tasked with like keeping you know monitoring like the supernatural or the superpowered characters in, mm-hmm. like, in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, we cut back, and, like, it shows them meeting with Lamplighter, and he's, like, wearing, like, his get-up, and they're all, like, trying not to laugh at how ridiculous it looks. He does. He looks like, 
it looks like the Middle Ages, like he's like Rasputin or something or Merlin. <laughs> right. Yeah, so so we cut back to the present and they're in this room and like they're talking about like, you know, like he's like, I recognize you. You know, you were there that night that I, you know, burned those kids. Yeah, Lamplighter like, keeps why? like, why didn't you stop me, you piece of shit? Right, and then it kind of, we kind of real we uh, we are shown through flashbacks that um, Frenchie's like you know boyfriend um, slash friend uh, actually overdosed that night. Yeah. So the reason he, he had to run back to help you know with the to help and then like Lamplighter saw his opening, so he went in the uh, he went to go kill. He actually went to kill Mallory. He reveals, mm-hmm. but for some reason her grandchildren were in the bed she was supposed to be in, or he had bad intel, so he actually killed the, the grandkids instead. Yeah. What I find interesting about this is is uh and even later we see that it, it they they kind of understand that. They're like, okay, I can understand you killing Mallory. She's a fair target, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I mean I mean, you know, they wouldn't have liked her to do it, but you know, that's like that's like in a war, you know, they're part it's like these were sort of civilians, obviously, and they weren't combatants. So that's why, you know, it's such a huge deal. I mean, they they completely understand that, you know, they're they probably even admire if he had killed Mallory, because you know, mm-hmm. how devious is that? Right, exactly. It is weird, though, that they're like, hey, he's a good guy. He was only trying to murder you. <laughs> right. But I mean, at least, I mean, you know, he's not like a monster. I mean, Mallory, you know, being a CIA agent in this universe has probably killed, you know, scores of people or at least. Oh, yeah. direct, I mean, she runs a unit that's, you know, directly involved in trying to take them down. She's not an innocent, you know, person by any stretch. We know that they, they've killed at Speaking least one stretch, super. Translucent. Yeah, and she specifically hired Frenchie because he was good at taking down soups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Campbell's Progresso. Exactly. He says, mm-mm, good. But yeah, like, uh, we, we saw these, like, uh, you know, we saw these, like, kind of crazy, like, powered individuals, including uh, the one they call, uh, shit, I can't remember his name, Love Love Sausage. Oh, God. Is that what his <laughs> name is? Yeah, it's a character from the comics, I guess, and like, and that's a uh, mother's milk. Actually, calls him love sausage when he sees his uh, protruded member like down the length of his pants. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, uh, he he uses it to break through a window and start choking uh, mother's milk to death. Do you think that that gets him off, or is it just like a just a prehensile penis? Why can't it be both? Yeah, that's true. I don't know if grabbing something would really feel good for a penis. I, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't know. And I, it's it's a it's a weird. I I don't think we're gonna see this character again. It's just weirdness for the sake of weirdness. But uh, it's actually like I guess it's like a big de- like a a beloved character from the comics as well. I was gonna say it's definitely a big deal. I don't. <laughs> I don't know who you you end up uh, marrying with that kind of. Uh, I mean that's that's too much for anyone to take. Right, but yeah. So they, they I guess they, maybe Madonna know, they get him off. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they get him off of his around his neck. Um, and then oh, they get him they, off. No, they start to <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so they're fleeing, and like we see, we cut back to Homelander. Homelander's pissed that uh, Stormfront's gone longer than she said she was. Like he, she said she'd be back in twenty minutes. It's been twenty-two minutes, and he's not happy. Exactly. He's like every psycho boyfriend, just standing. Like he's looking at the card on the flowers that he bought for and everything. So it says like it's he. He seems so fucking lame in this, and like I kind of like that they did this to his character too, because he's just looking at it, and the notes like had a great time today or something like that. All right, right. <laughs> it's like you're such a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, he throws a fit. His like trailer burns out, and they're like, "Oh, it's an electrical fire." Yeah, he's very much a child. Right, and, it was, and what's easily my favorite part of the uh, the episode is uh, the deep uh, recruits a train into his cult. Yes. <laughs> Do you want a fresca with? Right, with the classic fresca. And then what's great is they cut to like them in like a pretty like, you know, high scale looking like uh, dining room and they're drinking fresca out of like champagne flutes and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and then they're, they're like trying to give him like the soft, you know, the soft kill and like, oh, you'd be great. And like <laughs> and, and the deep's like, I can't tell you how many times I dreamed about drowning you. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, then when that doesn't work, he starts to walk away like, Well, by the way, I hope you know that um shit, what's the guy's name? The new fast guy. Oh, um, shit. What is his name? Shockwave? 
Yeah, Shockwave. But it doesn't matter because he's going to be the new A-Train because the A-Train is owned by the company you mm-hmm. bought. And so they're just going to recast him, essentially. And they mentioned he's $7 million in debt, which I don't understand how he spends any money if he lives in this giant tower. Yeah, I don't and, like, get he'll probably doesn't have to pay rent and that kind of stuff, but whatever. And he has a heart condition. So then they like, oh, we can get you, you know, we can help you out there. And then so they kind of talk to him a little bit more about this. Um, one of the more fucked up things in the episode, uh, aside from all the other stuff, <laughs> is um, what is actually I'm going way out of order here, but I'm going to mention this so I don't forget it. Um, Queen Maeve's uh, like reluctant girlfriend finds a because Queen Maeve talks to the deep at the beginning, mm-hmm. which is how he runs an A train. Yeah. And he found a, a GoPro that had like you know basically recorded when they were in the plane in the very first second episode where they just abandoned the plane. They, that was all recorded. And because, you know, the deep's context, like, they're everywhere. So he was able to get it, you know. That's the best commercial for Gro- GoPro ever, too, by the way. It's just be GoPro. It will outlive you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and what I like, another funny part is uh, when the deep, like, he goes, yeah, my con-, when he, the way he says context, he kind of looks, like, shifty when he says it. Because they all know he's talking about fish. Right. And it's funny, it's funny how they like, kind of, like, all mock his power, but... Um, he he he's probably the most powerful character because he can like find anything anywhere in the ocean. Right, the ocean is the majority of you know the world, so he's better than a Homelander. Yeah, agreed. He can talk to he can talk to yes. the greatest number so of creatures. Facility, um, because yeah. most of the creatures on Earth are you know in the water. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when we're back at Sage Grove, uh, Butcher and Huey um, and Starlight, they, they spot this guy outside and like, hey, hey, what are you doing? And the guy like creates some kind of explosion, which I only learned later by reading about it on like Reddit or something, is that it's actually like an EMP attack. Oh, yeah. So the van flips over and uh, and there's a big shard of metal inside of Huey. And they're like, okay, Starlight, uh, you know, just go ahead and cauterize the wound. But that's when we discover that she needs an external source of power to uh, to use her abilities. Yeah, she needs to get plugged in. <laughs> like, what which the I, fuck? Which I think is just obvious that at the, you know, the very last episode or penultimate episode of this uh, season, she's going to just absorb Stormfront's powers and kill her, is my guess. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, because she uses electric electricity powers. Yeah, that makes right. sense. She's like Starlight's the perfect uh, the perfect superhero to kill her. Before we continue, though, like I, I want to let you know that my um my computer takes a external source of power, just like Starfront. But unlike Starfront, I can go on and put uh, mybookie.ag into my search bar and pull up just the most beautiful sports book and casino that you can find. Mike, I wanted to give you a personal story here about uh, something that happened to me this week. So I decided that I was going to uh, place some bets over on my bookie. And turns out I won uh, $900 <laughs> for the, uh, the money I deposited on my bookie. So I, uh, I went and, and uh, cashed that out, and I'm still waiting for it to, to transfer, but it's been approved. And, I mean, it's simple. It's easy. I mean, it's like, you know, like I said, it, it's the easiest thing in the world. And they also have... Like a little online casino. You know, most of the casinos around here are closed or I think they're closed or people don't want to go to them because of coronavirus. So if you've got an urge to, you know, play some blackjack or roulette or craps or whatever, it's right there on mybookie.ag. It's uh, it's the best place that you can go. Mike, I mean, you know, it's it's just it's the easiest thing in the world to uh, to go and make some picks and win some money over it at mybookie.ag. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I meant to bet on the Tigers. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, right. I mean, you know, they suck. I'm. Uh, I, I entered that super contest too, and I'm. I can't remember what rank I'm in, but I've the two weeks that I've played. So I've I've done ten games. I'm nine of ten right now. So I'm doing f- pretty well. We'll see what happens as the season goes on, because like I said, it's a season long. Bet for, but for like I said, for ten dollars, I mean, season long. I was actually interested in games that I wouldn't have been interested in otherwise, and it's uh, you know, it's a nice little thing. And if you have a, a severe problem like Norm McDonald, uh, you know, you can you can make more. You know, you can throw twice as much money into the ocean. Exactly. You can, you can make uh, higher uh, higher wage bets and get that that 
adrenaline rush that you need to feel sane and normal. I mean, really, that's the only way you can feel alive. Why not go to mybookie.com? Exactly. Exactly. Get, you know, shake the coronavirus blues and go to mybookie.ag and feel alive again. Yeah, and don't bet on the uh, fucking Lions either, although they won this week. They did win this week. Well, what's funny is, you know, obviously they were losing at some point, and my seven-year-old, like, just happened to, you know, walk by and look. She goes, oh, that's the Lions for you. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. Uh, so, back to the boys. Um, where were we? She's oh, going to, Starlight's going to absorb. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack Quaid's got a, um, or Huey's got a, a medal in his stomach. Yeah, so they go into the road, and there's this guy, like, driving by, and they kind of flag him down. And uh, uh, long story short, they end up uh, killing him with uh, lightning powers. Yeah, because he, he pulls the battery out of his car. He pulls a gun, and he's like, hey, you know, this is a stand-your-ground state. Some of the some of the politics of the show, they, they, they're buried a little bit, but they, they shine through some, sometimes here. And this was definitely one of those situations. Like, why did he pull a gun? And it's like, well, he was stopped by strangers in the middle of the road. Should should he have just right. felt safe? Right. I mean, really, I, yeah, I don't know. And it's like right outside of like a mental institution, too. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, Butcher like claims he's an FBI agent with his accent. And he's like, uh, no, you're not an FBI agent. Right. Like he's. He, what's funny is that worked on Huey, I think, at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so they, they pull the metal out and they cauterize it. And after all that, uh, Butcher goes, it's not going to hold very long. <laughs> we still need to get him to a hospital. They could have just yeah. got him to a hospital. Yeah, and, I and what's weird is I don't really understand uh, you know, the, the how the power thing works again because you would think she would have drained the battery, but no, the car is just fine. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe she could, like, the guy she just shocked, maybe she could, like, you know, try and, like, do, like, a defibrillator type thing. But mm-hmm. uh, he was, like, he had blood everywhere, so she probably just, like, blew his organs out of his mouth. Yeah, I'm, that's my guess. Like a Jack Reacher novel. Right, exactly. I read, like, one of them, and, and in it, like, the author describes, like, a good paragraph or two, like, how, like, if you hit a person in a certain way at a certain, like, force, you can cause, like, them to explode. And that's what happens in the book. Yeah. Yep. There, I'm. I've never been a huge fan of of those novels necessarily. Yeah, I don't care for them. But you know, to each their but own. Yeah. So, so yeah, Sage Grove Stormfront goes in and basically is just like killing everybody. And then mm-hmm. she like uh, Lamplighter is there with the boys, and he actually like he kind of like covers up for them. He's like, yeah, this doctor, he uh, you know, he he wasn't prescribing the right amount of the uh, you know sedative, and then he goes. Oh, yeah, uh, where is he? He's like, well, he's over here. Part of him is over here, you know? So basically, they get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lamplighter covers for him. And Matt Mallory gets there, and she's like, I'm going to blow his fucking brains out. And Frenchie's like, don't. And then I guess they explain to her what happened? I don't know. Not on screen, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of interesting. Like, you know, just like the whole bitterness, obviously, you would have towards someone like that. And really interesting a very good episode like a for an emotional character building standpoint i, I think mm-hmm. except, it's nice to see what happened with the frenchman except for the one part that i hate about the episode which is the very end when uh you know uh, homelander confronts stormfront and he's like i know you fucking lied and he's pissed and everything and he's throwing a tantrum like a child and she's like i'm gonna explain everything to you I'm 119 years old or, or whatever it is. or No, basically 100, 101, I guess. 102, I think. I think she's born in 1918 or something. Yeah. And she says, she's like, I, you know, was a member of the Nazi party and and they bring Nazis into it and they're like, this is, you know, Vought. He, I would married him and he gave me the first successful V injection. So that's, she's the patient zero i guess of superheroes and that's why she's been treated so well despite you know the horrific things that she's done because she's basically it's her company i guess i mean i i don't know if she actually owns it but 
Yeah, I don't know. She should because her husband's the one that that started it, uh, and now obviously he's dead. But yeah, I, the it's more interesting to me. Like they didn't. I don't think they needed the Nazi, the Nazi like angle to it. It just I don't know it. it I think that's actually from the comics. Yeah, I, probably. I mean, I don't know because I haven't read the comics, but you know, either or, it's something they could have taken out. I mean, I. I don't know if they're trying to make a statement about, you know, Nazis. Like, they're like, well, let's leave this in because Nazis are back, you know, or or what. But I don't know. It just, like, tying it to actual human atrocities that existed in real life is weird. And like I said, when, when we were all talking, I'm like, so this is a world in which the Nazis actually did solve eugenics and they were able to you know they were able to make supermen and superwomen and they still lost world war ii i feel that they didn't complete it until after the war i guess yeah they, they, they that must be the case because there's so imagine the technology would have been lost even with one storm front they would have been able to win the war yeah i don't know but that I makes it, I mean, that's like Stormfront, Stormtroopers. Stormfront's actually the name of like the most popular uh, racist website on the internet too. Oh, is it? Oh, good. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. They, they got a nice shout out on uh, a popular Amazon series. I, I'm curious to see what the response to that is, but at the same time, I don't want to go to that website <laughs> in any way or have it like its history in my computer. Mm-hmm. So the next time you go there, just let me know what's happening, okay? You got it. <laughs> I'll break out my VPN so the so the cucks don't know that I'm going there. Very good. <laughs> oh my goodness, Stormfront. Yeah, it's a busy episode. What do you think is going to happen by the end of the season? I think you're right. I, it hadn't occurred to me before, but I think Starlight's going to kill Stormfront. I don't know what they're going to do about the fact that they can't find her. She's clearly removed her tracking chip. I don't think she can go back to the seven. I, I you know, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I wonder if a uh, Starlight and or um, uh, Mikio, Kamiko are going to kill. Cause, I mean, obviously, there's a vengeance mm-hmm. angle on that, right? So maybe Star Starlight will drain her, and then Kamiko will cut her up. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think that Maeve is going to form some sort of alliance with the boys at some point uh, to try to take Homelander down. I don't think Homelander will go down this season. I think, you know, he's obviously, his destruction is the is the climax of the show. Right. Yeah, I, I'm thinking what they're going to do is they're going to have five total seasons. Like, this one to the fourth one are going to have, like, a special, like, you know, superhero or two each season. Mm-hmm. The last one's really going to focus on Homelander. They're going to end up killing him at the end. Yeah. Looks like kind of Dexter, but, you know, hopefully it'll end better. Right. And then Starlight and then will become a logger. Sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stewie and Starlight find out their brother and sister. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Or not Stewie, Huey. (laughs) (laughs) No, Stewie comes on the show. Well, I say Starlight. I can't really do any of those voices, but good for you, Seth MacFarlane. You cracked the code. Very good. (laughs) But that's our episode for the week. So, uh, you know, I don't know. If you want to write us, write us. If you don't, fuck yourself. I mean, that's all I can really say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We will see you next time. Bye. See you next time.